With this week's Press Launch and Audio, you're going to hear from wide receiver Shea Fields, inside linebacker Rick Gamboa, and head coach Mike McIntyre. Shea, obviously uh, this is a big game for you, being um, an L.A. guy, you were recruited by SC, and uh, especially with throwing in last year's aspect of you not being healthy for either of the L.A. games, does that add a little bit more to this game for you? Uh, I mean, not really. It's just a normal game. Just got to come out. Uh, just be ready, be focused, have a good week, well, not good weeks, but good days of practice this week, and just come out ready to play on Saturday. Good, how are you? I mean, it feels great to be ranked, but I mean, as a team, we want to be lower. And that only comes with winning more games uh, along the road in the Pac-12. So, I mean, we're, we're satisfied, but not too satisfied. We're still hungry. Shay, does USC and CU's history play into this in any way, not having beaten USC since you've been a Pac-12 member and scores early on you know, were pretty outrageous? I mean, it plays a little bit. You, you always want to do something that's never been done before in school history. Uh, so that adds a little bit more fuel to the fire for us, but I mean, we're still going to take it as a regular game for us, too. Shay, yeah. <clears throat> a guy you go against in practice, um, Akella Witherspoon, what's Ooh. been your impression of, of where he's made the biggest improvements from, from last year to this year? Uh, he, he's made a lot of jumps. He's worked on his technique. Uh, more patient. He's a he's a fundamental sound guy. Uh, I mean, he's a linky guy, but he's made great strides in the offseason. He's he's improved a lot on his game. Hey Shay, uh, growing up in the LA area, were mm-hmm. you a USC fan as a kid? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was, but I mean, now I'm a Buff fan. Right. Got to be. Growing up in the front yard, was there a USC jersey you wore? Was there someone you pretended to be when you were playing ball with the fellas? Um, I'm pretty sure everybody wants to be Reggie Bush. Pretty sure. Um, during that Oregon game, when you guys had that big lead, I saw mm-hmm. Kenyon Barber, Barber, a former running back for Oregon, tweet something like, Colorado? Really? Do you guys still feel like from some of the top teams in the Pac-12, the Oregons, the USC's, that you still have some respect to earn from them? I mean, we have respect to earn from everybody, honestly. Um, I mean, this is our first time being ranked. We just got to go out, prove that we, we are a ranked team. Um, some teams just don't respect us. We just got to make them believers. Shay, USC has started off, got off to a really slow start mm-hmm. this year, but they have picked it up, it seems, over the last two weeks. Will you just talk about a little bit what you've seen from them on film? Uh, I mean, we've seen, we've seen some great things, some things that we can do, and also some things that uh, might give us a little problem, but we've got to work on it in practice. Uh, we've seen that they've improved, like you said, over the last two weeks, and uh, we just got to be ready. That's, that's what it comes down to. The Buffs will head to L.A. to take on Southern Cal as a ranked team heading in mm-hmm. as the underdog. Um, what that says to me is that there are still a lot of people on the national level who consider the last decade of the program's struggles to be reflective of what this team is instead mm-hmm. of what you guys have done already. What is it going to take for people to, to start believing? Uh, just winning games. I mean, you have to win games in order to make people believers, so that's what we have to come on and do. Shay, is there anything you have to do differently when Steven is playing instead of Monta- or instead of Sefo? Not really. Um, I'm pretty sure I just have to go out, run my routes as fast as I can, just like I do with Sefo. Um, pretty much the same timing to me. It's just different, different name, really. Different guy, different name. 
Do those quarterbacks, as a receiver, do you handle that any differently depending who's behind center? Uh, a little bit. We kind of, when Montez is down, we kind of pick him up a little bit more than we do Sefo because he's the more experienced guy, as you can tell. But uh, we, we, still, we still pretty much handle it like he's our leader on the field when Sefo's not there. Shay, of course, us here in the media, we're always inquiring about who's going to be the starter this week and uh-huh. stuff like that. As players in the locker room, are you guys curious about who's going to start this week? I mean, we're always curious. We want to uh, see who's going to start, but at the end of the day, it's the coach's decision, and we'll find out when it comes to uh, close to game time. You should talk about uh, going against these cornerbacks, especially Dory Jackson, mm-hmm. where you guys some pretty good corners in practice, but you talk about him specifically and uh, the challenge going against USC secondary. <laughs> Uh, he's a great player. I mean, just like we played against Jabril Peppers, who's a great player also. Uh, we just got to go out, try to outwork him, do what we can against him. And uh, if not, we can go against other guys too. So it's not a problem to us. How have you seen Steven's demeanor change in the huddle, or have you seen it change? Has he gotten a little bit more uh, in command, or was he that way from day one? Or how have you seen him grow in that respect? Uh, that first day that he, he was told he's going to play, he kind of seen a, a fire lit in him. Kind of, he was a uh, more more amped up. You could say he was, I mean, leading the offense, getting the line huddled up, or getting the receivers. Especially when we would have bad practices, he would get on us like just like Sefo. So he was kind of that leader away from our original leader. Any final questions? Thank you, Sean. Rick, as you uh, watch USC on, on film, what have you seen differently out of them the last two weeks as opposed to earlier on in the season when they were struggling? Uh, uh, not too much different uh, besides the quarterback change that they have. The new quarterback they have, he's a little different from the old one. He's more mobile, and they uh, use him a lot more in the running game. But offensively, they've been getting the balls to their playmakers out in space, and they've been running the balls uh, with a lot of success, so that's a big part that we see a lot. Hey, Rick, growing up in the L.A. area, were you a fan of USC? Yeah, I was I was definitely a fan of USC growing up. You heard Shay say you thought everyone wanted to be Reggie Bush. Who'd you want to be? I, to? When he said that, I laughed because I had a Reggie Bush jersey growing up. <laughs> Do you know a lot of guys on the USC team? Do you play, have any teammates who play against anybody? Uh, I played a few a few of them in high school, and so I know a few, a few of the guys on the team. So. so it's kind of an interesting dynamic playing against a team you grew up rooting for and playing against a team that has some guys that you know on it. Um, throw in the fact that CU's never <coughs> been in USC. Uh, I guess what's your motivation going into this game? Uh, I would say like when maybe my freshman year, I've been a lot more motivated just to play USC just because I was from there. But at this point, it's not really about that. It's about just going out there no matter who we play, just wanting to get a win and playing great defense. On the other side of the ball, what have you seen uh, from Montez in the last couple of weeks as he's kind of made his mark and, and kind of become the guy for at least a little bit? Uh, I definitely see a lot of more confidence with him. Uh, Michigan game, when he got thrown into it, he was a little nervous. But the past two games, when he knows he's going to be the starter, he's definitely been confident and def- definitely been leading the offense. And as a defensive player, uh, we just want to give the offense the ball back, and we're trying to get them the ball back as many times as we can. And He's been doing a real good job of leading the offense down the field. 
talked about your confidence level in your position from where you were a year ago, kind of got to this about the time you were starting to play on a regular basis and where you are now and how much you feel like you've grown? Uh, about a year ago, uh, I was a little nervous getting there just because of the role I was playing and the amount of reps I was getting than during a game. But at this point, I'm basically used to it. Nothing new coming up to me. Not really too nervous anymore and more of excited to be out there. You know about the uh, turnover streak, obviously, against 18 straight games. How much pride do you guys take in that? And how much emphasis do you guys put on um, generating turnovers like you have been? Uh, we definitely take a lot of pride in it, and uh, well, that's a big emphasis we have uh, as a team. You know, we always want to at least get three turnovers a game, and just so just having that streak alive knows we're we're working on getting those turnovers, no matter if it's interceptions, fumbles, anything we can, as long as we can get the offensive ball back. Any more questions? All right, thank you. Thanks, Rick. Okay. Uh, we're, uh, our guys are excited about playing USC. They're a heck of a football team. You know, playing in the Coliseum is uh, kind of a, well, of course, it's an unbelievable place in, in American history. Um, but uh, in football, it's a, a phenomenal place to play. It's a great venue. Um, the, it's a special place. So it's, we're excited about going there. They've got a good football team. Um, you know, since they put Sam um, – Darnold in at quarterback, he is an athlete that's making plays. To me, it looks like they've basically changed their entire offense in the last two weeks, um, and they're moving the ball, getting the ball to their playmakers, and uh, um, they've got some playmakers. Their offensive line is huge and big and athletic. Defensively, um, you know, they've got um, athletes on that side of the ball that can make plays. I've been in impressed, of course, with Dory Jackson um, and been in impressed with uh, – they're, they're two inside guys. Um, I can't pronounce Stevie's last name. I'll just say Stevie, um, number 96, and Rashim, number 94. Um, they've got some good football players. So it, um, they're, uh, they, they played really, really well last week against Arizona State. So I'll take any questions at this time. Coach, was, uh, whether it was at a meeting or practice, was there any kind of uh, team-wide acknowledgement of a national ranking, or is that something you've been trying to downplay from the get-go this week? Uh, we talked about it for maybe five seconds, maybe. Um, and uh, basically was, I said, you know, they've earned the right to be acknowledged for what they've done, but it means nothing Saturday. <laughs> you have to keep proving it. We have to keep doing it week after week after week. And it's what got us here, our work ethic and believing in Colorado football. And so they have to keep doing that exact same thing. Um, but I think it's nice for those young men, as hard as they work, to be acknowledged for something. But it's just a blip right now. Mike, it seems like talking to some of the players this week that when they were younger, there might have been some awe over playing a team, a storage program like USC, or playing at a place like the Coliseum or Odson or whatever. But now it, it almost seems like it's just kind of a taken with a grain of salt. That's just the next thing. Does that is that just a, a matter of this experience that we've been talking about coming coming through? Uh, yeah, it is. And a lot of these kids have played there before, you know, and, and we've played in a lot of great venues and a lot of great places. So, um, you know, they, they see themselves as a Pac-12 football team that that's what you do. You go play in places like that and, you know, USC wants to beat us and we want to go there and beat them. So that's what it's all about. More questions for Coach? They're slow today. <laughs> you must have already um, ate. Did y'all already eat? That's what the problem is. <laughs> Um, Coach, what will be the determining 
factor this week in you choosing the quarterback? We're going to just play it out through the week and then see how healthy Cepho is. It'll be a, really a game time decision again on how we do it all. So Cepho's health? Yeah, Cepho's health is the biggest key in it, yeah. yes. Um, Witherspoon is a guy who's, who's made some, some big plays for you in the secondary. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the biggest uh, jump you've seen from him from last year to this year? He's always had excellent athletic ability and done a lot of excellent things. He's just gotten better at his trade is the best way to explain it. Um, and uh, he's, you know, he's more focused. I'm not saying he wasn't focused before. He's just more focused. I just think our, like our whole team, he's just matured like our whole football team. He has excellent athletic ability. You know, I think his best attribute, of course, besides his length, is his great ball skills. He really has great um, – depth perception on judging a football and has phenomenal hands. So it, when he's around the guy, it's a 50-50 ball. If it's going to be ours or theirs, or you know, he, has, he has such length he can get it away. Um, so he, he's an excellent cover guy. One of the guys that Kevel's going to be going up against in the rest of the secondary is Juju Smith-Schuster, who's a very talented wide receiver. you want to just talk about your plan and slowing him down? He had a huge game. Right? Yeah, uh, Juju is a heck of a player. Um, you know, he's big. He's powerful. Uh, you know, he had a heck of a game last week. You know, you're, he's going to make some plays. We just can't give him up too many big plays. Uh, we've got to be able to handle that and understand that they're going to make some plays because they got good football players, and, and so do we. Um, but we can't let him just run wild on us, so to speak. Coach, just to clarify on Cephalo, if he's 100% healthy, he's your guy? Uh, if, it will, if we'll see. It all depends on his health. And if he's ready to go, we'll be ready to play him. Sefo did say today that he felt that his ankle was 100%. Um, from what you've seen so far this week, do you agree with that? Uh, no. <laughs> he's the toughest sucker in the building, you know. And he's going to say that no matter what. He said that two weeks ago. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll, the, the trainers evaluate it. We'll evaluate it. He'll evaluate it. And um, we'll make sure. I don't want to put him out there if he's not fully ready to go. Coach, in terms of what Steven has done for you guys, mm -hmm. Is there a word? Is it surprised? Is it expected? Um, what are your thoughts on what he's been able to do? Well, we knew he had the ability. We've seen him do it in the spring and in fall camp. Um, and, uh, you know, he was able to play a little bit in a few games. You know, the, um, the Michigan game when he got thrown in there in that, in that situation, Cephal had been playing so well. And then we got behind and they kind of – their D-line kind of feasted on us a little bit. Um, that was a tough situation to put him in. I knew he would play well against Oregon. Um, did I know he would do that well? I wouldn't say I knew he'd do that well, but I knew our team would rally behind him. Our, our receivers made some phenomenal plays to help him. Um, and uh, um, I was really pleased with what Steven did. I think Steven's a heck of a quarterback. I, I feel like that we can definitely win with Steven playing for us at quarterback against anybody we play. Um, last week in particular, uh, USC uh, really put a lot of pressure on the quarterback and stopped the run game at the same time. And talk about addressing the special challenge their defense presents. Right. Um, Clancy Pendergrass is an excellent uh, defensive coordinator. I know Clancy pretty well. Um, and uh, he, uh, um, last week he did a lot of blitzing, brought a lot of safety blitzes. Kind of reminded me of the days at Dallas Cowboys with Mike Zimmer because he worked for Mike Zimmer. Uh, and so did I. That's kind of how we know each other. And he was bringing safety blitzes from the boundary a, a tremendous amount, which is a, a, a Zimmer trademark. Um, and so I was. They they did that. That's the first time they've done that that much. 
and I expect us to see some of those types of blitzes in this game. Uh, we have a little bit different offense than what Arizona State does, so that it dictates kind of what you do um, with with their with their schemes a little bit. Um, so we'll see, but he'll have some definitely have some arsenal up his sleeve and some things to do. And uh, he's a heck of a defense coordinator, and he's got some really good players um, to utilize in his defense. Coach, the Trojans' uh, punt return team, as of right now, averages about 25 yards per punt return. Is there anything that? It concerns you about that potential matchup? Yeah, number two, Adore Jackson. That's who concerns me. Uh, he does it. You know, they do a good job blocking, but um, in one game, he let the ball hit a couple of times, and all of a sudden he let the ball hit, and he just baited the team, and then caught it, made a guy miss, and then made three more guys miss and went to the house. Uh, he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, he's fearless back there um, a a as a punt returner. Um, we've got to cover well um, and, uh, and, and punt it well. Um, so we're definitely working on stopping. He also returns kickoffs. He does a good job with that. Um, so we've we got to know where number two is and, and, and go get him. Coach, you've got a ton of California guys on your roster. I know this game means a lot to them, but what do you do to maybe just hone them in on their focus and you know let them know that this is a Yeah, Yeah, we've, we've talked about it um, already. Um, we talked about it. Monday, first thing in our meeting, uh, you know, a lot of guys are going home, a lot of family, a lot of things. We want to get all their tickets, all that stuff out of the way early this week and be honed in to go for a business trip to go, you know, win a football game. That's what our goal is. And I said, after the game, we can spend, after we win, uh, we can spend a lot more time with them. Um, it's an early kickoff, thank goodness, so we can hang around a little bit longer and let them see their families. But the whole key is to go down there and, and win the football game, just like USC. They're preparing for us to come in there and beat us. So it's, it's a business trip, and uh, our guys will be ready for that. Um, we do have a lot of California kids on our team, and we always will, especially playing in the Pac-12. Coach, on the national stage, it seems like everybody is so fire and high and crazy in this college football mm -hmm. day and age. Does what you guys have done here through the first couple of games kind of prove that it maybe takes a while to get a program headed in the right direction? Um, well, I definitely think it does. Um, uh, you know, it's a process. You know, sometimes you walk into situations where um, the cupboard's kind of full um, and, and the league you're in might be down a little bit and you kind of hit it at the right time. But to really build a program and, and, and build it with integrity and build it with character and, and develop the type of young men you want to develop and, and stabilize it with a foundation for years to come, it definitely takes a while. You can't build a house overnight and have a bad foundation. It falls apart. So I think it definitely takes time to do that. Darian Hagan is in his 12th year on, on the staff here. Mm -hmm. I, I would imagine there were opportunities for him to leave during some of the tough times. What do you think it says about his kind of loyalty to this place that he's still here? Uh, I'd have to let Darian answer that. But, uh, um, you know, Darian feels like that well, – doesn't feel like he believes with his heart and soul that um, – Colorado gave him a phenomenal opportunity, um, and he kind of he gr really grew up here. <laughs> and, and listening to him talk about it, and uh, he, he you know he put blood, sweat, and tears on that field. He's put a lot of time in here, invested into young people. Um, he believes in the University of Colorado. He loves the Boulder area. He has um, a lot of friends and everybody here. So he's totally invested um, in 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 the program, but also in the city and um, I think also in just the, I don't know if the word's the right correct word, but just kind of the fabric. He's kind of intertwined 
to me in Colorado football. When you say Darian Hagan, everybody thinks Colorado football. You don't always think that about everybody you see that played. When, when people say um, Mike McIntyre, they don't automatically think Georgia Tech football. I wasn't the player that Darian Hagan was. So I think that intertwines him, endears him to Colorado and endears him to the people of Colorado. And then, you know, when you hang around Darian, he's always smiling. He's just a happy-go-lucky guy that makes everybody happy. And I think that's contagious. Coach, with this USC team sort of finding themselves of late, how important is it for you to go in there and play that up-tempo style of football? Well, we're going to go in there and play Colorado football fast and tough. That's what we do. And uh, that's who we are. And that's our – that's, you know, that's if everybody said, well, what is y'all's – um, identity, we're fast and tough. That's what we think. And uh, so that's what we got to go in there and do. They're, they're big and physical and athletic, and, um, you know, it's going to be a heck of a football game. We're definitely going to have to score points um, to beat them, for sure. Just a few words on Taron Hasselbeck. Seemed like he made some strides in the last game. Yeah, Taron um, is since um, – Taron has made strides all along, um, you know, and then Derek McCartney going down, Taron backed him up and was playing. So that's given him another role. Uh, he's, he's stepped up in his role and done well. And that's that's key for any team to be successful. That's something that we talk about all the time. When your number's called, step up. Next guy up. Next guy up. And so far this season, guys' numbers that have been called have stepped up. And we're going to have to do that throughout the season. We've got seven really tough football games ahead. And there's going to be a lot of guys' names that you're not saying right now. I hope that you're saying a lot of when they get their chance to step in, because I think they have experience and I think they're good athletes. Well, it kind of leads into my question. I was going to ask you about the depth, and I know you guys have tried for the whole time you've been here to build that depth, and now you've got it. You're seeing you know, Steven Montez and Terrence Hassel, guys like that. Uh, what does that mean to you uh, to just be able to see these guys stepping up and you've now got the depth? Yeah, it, it helps a tremendous amount because the game of football, compared to most sports, you always have injuries in every sport, there's no doubt, but the game of football, you always have a few each game. It's just kind of different. I always tell them every game's its own season within itself because it's just, we have a different team we're putting on the field. Just like USC has a little bit different team than they put on the field last week. It might be a couple special team spots. It might be a, a lineman. It might you don't know. It might not be the marquee guy that everybody's talking about. Um, but uh, it changes week to week, and the depth of that position, of those positions, is key. Uh, for you to be to, to sustain and be successful, especially in the gauntlet of games we play. Like I talked to a number of players who said they feel like they still have to earn the respect of some of these Pac-12 opponents that are coming up on your schedule, like in USC. Um, do you sense that? Is that a motivating factor for this team? What are your What's your sense on that? Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, I think Colorado's. How many times Colorado played USC? Ten. How many times they beat them? Zero. So we have to earn our respect. There is no doubt about it. And, uh, um, you know, it's fun to do something that's never been done, you know. And uh, so hopefully we can do that. And I, I think that is something that, you know, I think you always need a little bit of chip on your shoulder in whatever you do. I just I think it gives you an added advantage. Any final questions for Coach? Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm glad you all woke up. Need to feed them afterwards. <laughs>